This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dumb Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins. This is a show where funny people come on to talk about a topic they consider themselves to be an amateur expert in. And today I have on the very funny, the very talented Matt Manser, and he's going to talk all about the TV series Cheers, one of the most popular top rated sitcoms of American television. Ooh boy, you're in for a treat. Matt Manser also has a podcast on Boardwalk Audio called Skeeter Ariel, Skeeterial, with co-host Eileen Mary O'Connell. It's a very fun, very fun concept. It's basically cereal, you know, the great, uh, I mean, I know for me, I was very, very obsessed with cereal when it was happening. So if you love cereal, you love the Muppet Babies, I guarantee you're going to love Skeeterial. Because they analyzed the show Muppet Babies where Skeeter, Scooter's twin sister, disappears. That's right. She was on the Muppet Babies and is never seen as an adult. What happened to her? Matt and Eileen get down and figure out what is going on. You can also follow Matt on Twitter at Mansermatt. And guys, if you're shopping on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumbnerds. Click on our supporter artist button. It'll take you straight to Amazon so you can shop like you normally would. And ooh, speaking of Amazon, you could sign up for HBO. That's right. Are you wanting to get on that Game of Thrones trend? Are you like me? Don't watch Game of Thrones, but love Insecure and love Veep and went gaga for Big Little Lies. Great. Only eight episodes. Mm, I love a show where it's just a few episodes. Get in, get out. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. You can get your free seven day trial HBO by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash Amazon HBO. That's right. Seven days. Get in there. Watch as many shows as you want. Or if you're like, hey, I love those seven days, but I love HBO and I want to keep this HBO party going, you can get unlimited access to anything on HBO for only $14.99 a month. Go to boardwalkaudio.com slash Amazon HBO. This show is also brought to you by Vegas.com. What? That's right. Go to Vegas.com to get all the best deals of Las Vegas hotels. Vegas. Everybody loves Vegas. You go there. Everybody doesn't know your name, but everybody wants to party with you. Oh, yeah. So find the best deals on hotels and trips to Vegas. And listeners, you'll save even more by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Vegas. Ooh, lots of little secret deals. Go get it. Also, please rate and review us on iTunes. Now, let's get into it. Here's Matt Manser talking about Cheers. How's it going, Matt? I'm good. Cassie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are you ready to cool. talk about Cheers? I am. Uh, yeah, Cheers is great. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's your relationship with Cheers? Uh, my relationship with Cheers. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I I'm old enough to have watched it when it was on the air, <laughs> uh, and it was a show um, that 
probably introduced me to adult themes as oh, a okay. yeah as a as a young person <laughs> yeah. I would say yeah yeah um and also I remember we uh, our our fam my family our house was kind of we were like a bit in the in the middle of nowhere we were oh. too uh like just we lived on like a private dirt road and uh-huh. they, we couldn't get cable basically for a long time yeah yeah so instead uh um, my parents got like a, like a big antenna, uh-huh. which, so which would allow us to get channels, not from, from the Detroit area, uh-huh. uh, but we would get channels from also, uh, like, uh, Bay city and Lansing and also like Toledo, Ohio. Okay. And that means a lot of local channels are all rerunning cheers. Oh. Often in hour blocks. So if I wanted to, I could probably watch like four episodes a day <laughs> and probably I sometimes just, did. Yeah. I'm just imagining you like changing like the four channels you had, and it's just cheers, 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 yeah. cheers. Yeah. Well, in this case, it would have been like a lot more than four because of that antenna. Oh, okay, cool. So the so antenna get, hooked it up. We'd get like the ABC, NBC, and CBS affiliates uh-huh. of like three different markets, basically, oh. plus all the like the UHF channels. Yeah. That became like Fox channels. Right. Right. Going back through nice, TV nice. history. Right yeah. Now. Um. Yeah, when I was a kid, I definitely like knew of Cheers, knew like the theme song, but never actually watched it. So until it was available on Netflix. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is like a very famous comedy TV show. I should watch part of it. And like I watched a few episodes and was like, oh, this is great. I get the gist of it. There's too much content in the world right now for me to sit <laughs> and watch like, I don't know how many episodes it, like they ended up making, but it Oh, 275 episodes. Yeah. Because they were on air for 11 seasons <laughs> with the Frasier spinoff afterwards. And Frasier after that. Yeah. And I think that 275 episodes, I think some of those are like hour long episodes. So I think, well, I think some of those are actually like, I think yeah. the Wikipedia count is counting hour longs as two episodes. Oh, okay. But still, still a lot. And some, I think some seasons were like maybe 25 or 28 episodes a season, which wow. is. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Well, it's like a thing, too, I was reading about was how one of the actors like actually passed away like during a season. Yeah. And NBC wouldn't let them go to the funeral. Like they (laughs) they only let one cast member go and everyone else had to stay because it was like we're they were filming. Yeah. Yeah. I forget. You think you could shut down production for a day and let people go and apparently not to nicholas cala uh, santos yeah I'm saying his last name yeah. correctly funeral yeah uh who is the guy oh yeah and then woody harrelson replaced him yeah <laughs> which uh i guess good for woody's career um it launched his career i believe I believe the because the character's name is Woody. Mm-hmm. I think that was a coincidence. Yeah, that's that, what I was reading too. Yeah, that uh, Woody. Yeah, the character's name Woody, and yeah. a guy named Woody happened to get it. Yeah, yeah, they had written it before they even held auditions, and then yeah, the thing too about like Woody's character because I was like watching some episodes uh, last night was like when he first came on, he looked so young, and then like in five years, like lost some of his hair and I was like now he looks much older but he was only on the show for like like five seasons I think it would have been I think it's eight eight oh I think then coach eight years died. yeah that's enough to age yeah yeah coach died during near the oh, end of season three, three. 
And they so Woody would have come in and started season four. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, but yeah, and that was kind of character wise. It was just sort of like the coach character is like kind of the the dumb guy on yeah. the show, uh-huh. and they kind of just brought in Woody, who's like the same character but younger in many ways, <laughs> like Different. A, a healthier young dumb guy, I guess. <laughs> um, like a younger coach was coach had wisdom though. Mm-hmm. Woody, Woody didn't have wisdom, but Woody's he had very dumb. But Woody had like you know that Midwest sort of charm and likability. Yeah, like, yeah, he's very charming for sure. Um, do you want to talk about the characters in the beginning? Um, sure. Yeah. Well, also, a lot of people have deemed the pilot to Cheers as like a perfect pilot. Uh, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty accurate. Uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty. Pr- um, yeah. The the pilot episode, uh, if I remember, it's uh, basically. Diane and her fiance uh, yeah. Sumner, a college <laughs> professor, are stopping there on their way to. I don't know. They they gotten engaged, and they were. Yeah, I forget exactly why they're stopping there. They're like they're not on they're their way just, to get married or something. But it's like, like they're something getting like, ready to go to. It's very weird. Okay, so they're getting ready to go to the airport to get married, and I think the Bahamas are Barbados. Oh yeah, that sounds right. One um, of those. They're the same thing. Yeah, and uh, they stop at the bar because Sumner has to go get the engagement ring from his ex-wife to get right, to Diane. Yeah. And so he drops Diane there because he doesn't, he thinks it'll be too hostile if she shows up with him. So he's like, I'm going to go by myself and get the ring and then I'll come back and then we'll hop on a plane. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so cheers was picked at random. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it wasn't it was just like, like stop this at this bar. bar. Yeah. 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 So she has to hang out while Sumner's meeting up with his ex-wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's a lot of, I mean, a lot of series start off with like a new character being placed into mm-hmm. an established environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's what we have here. And uh, uh, it was, which is also like an easy way to like, mm-hmm. to introduce all the other characters. Like this one person is right. meeting all these characters for the first time. Oh. And so we get like these perfect yeah. introductions of, yeah. of all the characters. Mm-hmm. I think... If I remember, I think we first kind of see Sam. I think like, yeah. I don't even know if he's met Diane yet, but uh-huh. she answers a phone for him. I think like I think the Cheers phone rings, yeah. and it's like a woman calling for Sam, and he needs to say that he's not here. Yeah, and he's yeah. like motioning to her, like, like yeah. miming basically, like what it lies to tell this woman on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And then so she says he's not here. He has to go to mime school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Because like the beginning, it's like. The show opens and it's like Sam's cleaning the bar and then and then like Sumner comes in and then Sam leaves and or no, 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 no. Sam does actually interact with them for a little bit because he gives them champagne. OK. And then Sumner's like, I'll be back. And then Sam leaves and then the phone rings. And then that's when Diane's like alone in the bar and just decides I'll answer this yeah. phone. Where? Where? Yeah. Where's coach or Carla? During that yeah, time. Carla comes in to work like two minutes after that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, she's late just for the reason yeah. that they can make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I don't know where Coach is. He does make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Coach, I think Coach's introduction might also be with a phone call. 
I think. Yeah. I think he answers the phone. Uh huh. I don't know if maybe this maybe it's line before this, but he answers the phone and it's like, is there an Ernie Pantuso there? And then maybe Norm says, that's you, coach. He's speaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> showing well, what a what a clueless uh, guy he is. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also a, another phone joke I really like in the pilot where I think Diane answers the phone again and uh, is like, someone asks for like someone in the bar and she's like, is blah, blah, blah there. And before she can even get the line out, everyone's like, I'm not here, (laughs) (laughs) which, uh, yeah, yeah, I think sums up like the, the like nostalgia of the bar of like going to a bar to just after work to get, to have a few beers and like not go home to the (laughs) wife basically. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is basically Norm's entire character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Norm is a great character. And I was reading, he like was like just came in for like one line. He was going to be, he, that character was just going to be Diane's first uh, like bar patron. Mm-hmm. And his only line was going to be beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they liked him so much, they gave him, uh, they developed the character. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And that was the same for the mail carrier's character, yeah, too. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, was also, like, I think he went out for the same part. And right. then we're like, well, we're giving it to this guy, but we like you. Let's just create this, like, mail carrier character. And it was, that was uh, John Ratzenberg's, the character was his idea. Oh, really? And the audition, he was like, see, audition for the Norm's character, which wasn't quite Norm yet, but yeah. he didn't get it. But he was like, hey, do you guys have a... A bar know-it-all character? Because oh. every bar's got a know-it-all. And they're like, no, we don't, but maybe we should. Wow, that's a that's like a really good audition strategy. <laughs> if yeah. you're like going out for like an under five role, just be like, think of all the characters <laughs> that would be in this place and be like, do you got this type of character? I didn't see it in the breakdowns. Yeah, I feel like that would just <laughs> almost always be looked down upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you think you know our show better than than we do? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Maybe he was, like, friends with them, so he could criticize their work. I don't know. (laughs) I think he just just happened to really be onto something. Like, yes, they do need a bar know-it-all. Yeah, yeah. And he can play a bar know-it-all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what what the writing room was like back in the early 80s versus today. I feel like today, yeah, you're right. Like, (laughs) writers, uh, they would not appreciate that yeah it's also kind of it's kind of weird to think about they basically had this pilot written and they didn't have Mm -hmm. the entire cast i guess if if norm and cliff weren't supposed to be in the cast yeah they didn't really have any of the bar regulars being a regular part of the show yeah initially in in their heads for this show which it's like oh you'd think those would be necessary too everything would be written yeah i think the thing too that i thought was really interesting was like Ted Danson and Shelley Long were like not the first choice, like yeah. for those characters, but they picked them because their chemistry was good. Like they, the other people they were planning to have was Fred Dreyer and uh, Julia Duffy as Diane, but like they just didn't work well together. Like yeah. in their mind, they're like, "This is who we're writing <laughs> for," and then they put them together and was like. This isn't great. And then they've yeah. later found Ted and Shelley. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I know Fred Dreyer went on to be on Star NBC's Hunter. Oh, okay. Crime drama show, which was, I never really watched. But if I remember, it was just like, 
an extremely violent cop oh, show. God. He's like, like the he's like the loose cannon cop. Yeah, yeah. And then Julia Duffy was on uh, Newhart. Yeah, she Great was. Show. So I mean, they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't weep yeah. for Fred Dreyer and Julia Duffy. Yeah. Um, but with Fred Dreyer in mind, that uh, Sam Malone was going to be like a former NFL defensive, uh, like defensive yeah. end. Because of the way he was built. And then when they went with Ted Dance and they were like, um, he doesn't look like a football player. Yeah. Let's make it baseball star. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think it's probably, well, I think Fred Dreyer was a former football player. Mm-hmm. But also I think probably a baseball player, I, I think maybe seems a little more relatable too. Like you can yeah. kind of see him more as like a regular guy who happens to play baseball. Whereas yeah. football players like, oh, football. Exactly. And I mean, it takes place in Boston. So I feel like Boston loves baseball more than football. Uh, I mean, they're, I mean, they have the Patriots. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, but everyone, well, I don't but, know yeah. what the Patriots were like in the 80s. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean yeah, everyone's the, always loved the Red Sox yeah, in my I mean, mind. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, they always had like, I mean, there was the, the Bambino curse for many years, but yeah, they still yeah. like came close many times. So it was just mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. History. <laughs> history of disappointment and yeah which i yeah probably goes along with like the general themes of the show of like the underdog trying to win and usually not not yeah i mean i think that's like the most surprising when i was like brushing up on cheers is like none of the characters at the end like are usually in a better spot than they were at the beginning and in the beginning they weren't in a great spot before but it's like in the 11 years, they've been like divorced multiple times yeah. or like have tried to go do something and failed and have come back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's a very conscious choice they made was yeah. like, don't let anyone have like success. Yeah. But I don't know, like because when I think of like married with children, I think, of course, you're going to watch Al Bundy fail because he's kind of a trash person. <laughs> yeah. But like they seem like they don't seem like bad people they just seem like working class passionate people that maybe don't make the best life yeah. choices yeah yeah and you know in the in the last episode skipping ahead from the pilot to the very yeah yeah finale, the very end uh, which i also watched last night <laughs> um i know like the a lot of the, i think most of the characters actually do have like sort of like minor steps ahead or uh-huh. major in, in one case woody's like a yeah. A city congressman or city councilman <laughs> at the end. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And like Cliff like got a promotion, which really isn't a huge deal, but it's yeah, something. Yeah. And uh-huh. Cliff, Woody got, Woody got Norma job yeah. at city council, so he's not unemployed. And oh, and Rebecca gets married. That's another mm-hmm, big mm-hmm. one. But yeah. like, yeah, as far as Sam goes in that episode, uh, his he... thing is just like, I'm going to keep owning the bar. Yeah. Because I've that's always been the true love of my life. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, yeah, in the end, well, the thing that's interesting is like Shelley Long's character, Diane, got written off the show. And that's why Christy Alley's character, Rebecca, comes on. Um, but then Diane comes back like at the very end. Yeah. And they attempt to go elope and then both get cold feet and are like, actually, this is a terrible idea. Let's not do this. Yeah. They both get imaginary warnings on an airplane when they're about to fly off together. Yeah, yeah. And they realize it's a bad idea. Uh, 
Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah. Um, I also yeah. heard that Ted Danson and Shelley Long, towards the end of while she was on the show, like started to not like working together. Yeah. And that was like part of the reason for her leaving was she was, but also, no, I don't know. But that's just all I heard. They, they I mean, that long. seems right. I, mean, I feel like I've heard that Shelly Long's relationship with the cast was not too uh, different from Diane's relationship where she's kind of the outsider. The outsider, yeah. Yeah. Well, even her acting style seems different than theirs. Like everyone like had like these like kind of like schlubby characters, like very subtle, casual. And then like just watching her acting was she was very much like she even seemed like more classically trained and like every beat I do, every like way I move is like conscious and deliberate. Yeah. That, I don't know. That's just a weird observation I had. I was like, I feel like she's in a different TV show, but it works. But it just it felt like yeah. even her acting style was different. I mean, it works for for the characters. Yeah, because she's like above them, above and, them, or at least yeah. at least thinks she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but um, yeah. So I think she probably wasn't always getting along. Yeah, or at least not as friendly with the rest of the cast as they yeah. were with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her her leaving probably just I was I started thinking about like if she had stayed on like would they have been able to continue the Sam and Diane saga for eleven years? Yeah, probably not. It, probably not. <laughs> I I think it was starting to kind of die out. Yeah, I mean it was like it didn't die out because she was leaving, but. It, I think it would have been like, oh, are they dating again, not dating again? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, how do you... Yeah, I always find that interesting in sitcoms how, like, if a show runs long enough, you're going to see, like, different characters kind of, like, match up, or you will be kind of following this, like, will they, won't they? And it's, like, trying to find the choice of being, like, all right, like, Jim and Pam in the office, like, they're going to get together, like, and then the show keeps going yeah. where people are like, oh, well, now it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yeah. They could have stretched Jim and Pam out a little longer. Longer, probably. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Because I think that's the hard thing with American shows is they don't know when the end date is. So it's like, yeah. oh, well, this will be satisfying. Let's get them together. And then we can have like a wedding show and this, this. Oh, and then the show's going to keep going for another seven years or yeah. whatever. It's like, well, what do we talk about? Um, um, yeah, I think Friends might have been yeah. the only show that could keep a will they won't th- they thing going for yeah. know, 10 seasons. How long was Friends on? Oh, yeah. Like that. But I mean, but people have strong opinions about Ross and Rachel. Like some people, uh, well, I think the first argument with Friends is like, who's the better couple, Ross and Rachel or Chandler and Monica? Um, well, clearly Chandler and Monica are a better Yeah, but I couple. think people had more fun watching them, like, surprisingly get together and, like, within the season they end up getting engaged or whatever, where Ross and Rachel, it's like, I think in the beginning it was very much like, oh, this is, they're, they're into each other. And then there would just go, like, episodes where it's like, I don't even know if, like, there doesn't seem to be any chemistry yeah. there. yeah. And then the writer's like, hey, guess what? You guys are going to hook up next episode. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> right. Um, but. That may have been like the the key to it, though, because they, yeah, they could yeah. rest Ross rest and Rachel it. for 
Yeah. Probably even a whole season. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like there's seasons where they're just dating other people and they're just like, okay, cool. I have yeah. no emotions towards you being with somebody else yeah. or whatever. Whereas uh-huh. like Cheers, the first five seasons, it's like mm-hmm. all Sam and Diane. Yeah. And I think like that's like yeah. <laughs> too much to go beyond that. Yeah. I think yeah. Shelly Long had to leave just to. Kind because that, that arc yeah. is done and she can yeah. do other things. Yeah. Some would say unsuccessfully, but she did, <laughs> she did some stuff and yeah, it made yeah. sense for her to leave, I think. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, also if you're on a show and like you don't feel like you have any friends, <laughs> you don't have to be on that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Um, did Christy Alley get along more with the cast? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, she seemed like even though she was still kind of playing that, like, I'm above you all, there was, like, I don't know, it still felt like one of us a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, like, sort of initially, and I don't know if this was in, uh, something that was intended to be her character all along or if they were always planning to sort of have her have, a, like, a switch moment, like, yeah, a few episodes into that her first season on the show. But she starts out kind of being like, I'm the tough boss, I'm the yeah. businesswoman, I'm in charge. Yeah. And then like a few episodes in, we kind of get to see that she's just like, like a total loser, basically. Ah. So she is one of them. See, I should have watched uh, at least 10 more Cheers episodes <laughs> last night because yeah. I, I basically I watched uh, the pilot, the end. And then I jumped in and watched uh, like one episode that was rated like in the top 50 television episodes of all time. There's this one episode called Home is the Sailor. Sailor which is basically Ted Danson's character, Sam, comes back because everyone's like, he sold the bar and like is sailing the ocean. And then he like comes back and is like, yeah, I'm over it. I want the bar back. And then that introduces Christy Alley's character. Right. It's her. I mean, that's, I, I like, uh, I actually might be correct. I I like the Christy Alley years. It's a little bit more than the Shelley Long years. I think so too. I I ended up watching like, I think two more episodes after that. Cause I was like, I like this, but also like, I think at that point too, the other characters are so well established. Yeah. So I always think like the first season of a show can be pretty shaky. Yeah. Just cause people they're making character choices. Yeah. Maybe don't work. Everyone's kind of getting to know chemistry and dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know like the, first season of cheers like like sam is like almost sam but i think he's mm-hmm. he's a little like too clever i would yeah, say the yeah. first season like he's like portrayed as not book smart but street smart and i think Got later it. he's kind of he's not like an he's not like what are your coach but he is yeah. still his like sort of comebacks to Diane are like more mm-hmm. clever in that first season, whereas uh-huh. later on we see like his comebacks are just kind of really <laughs> dumb and petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, in the in the after Shelley Long leaves, uh, the show does become more of a like a full ensemble, uh-huh. which is like I, which I have a lot of fun just watching. Yeah, all the characters get get more yeah. more time to shine. Totally. And like, when did Frazier's character? come in did he come in kind of early on or leave a season three okay yeah and that was like another character that was like this is just a one-time thing and everyone's like wow everyone really likes this like drunk psychiatrist guy let's give him more uh time yeah, yeah. uh yeah he was just supposed to be 
Diane's boyfriend for a season. Oh, basically. Okay. Basically, like the the wedge or like you know between yeah yeah that's between right. Sam and Diane, and then they go to Diane and Fraser go to Europe to get married. Yeah, yeah. She leaves him at the altar, mm-hmm. um, but then Fraser comes back and just starts hanging out at the bar <laughs> after that. Oh, with with Diane with still a, working there with Diane working there and sort of the guy that she's still in love with working yeah. there and he's just like he's like genuine friends with Sam but yeah I'm sure like he goes home at night and is like his heart hurts so bad yeah. <laughs> but he'll never tell them um yeah yeah I wish I should have watched more episodes with him because I do want to understand like out of all these like very cool, colorful characters. He's the one that goes on to get this like huge spinoff show. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he goes in television history for playing that, like that character longer than. Yeah. Yeah. For like, like 20 years, maybe That's at least close to that. Yeah. I also read that that part was written for John Lithgow. Oh, really? Yeah. And then John Lithgow's like, I'm doing movies. I'm not going to come back and do a TV show. <laughs> and wow. And then. About 10 years after that, he does uh, Third, Third Rock. Rock, which is like my favorite show of all time. <laughs> um, yeah. And then since then, he's done like a few shows like that just haven't really gone anywhere. I don't know if the show he's doing this year is doing well. I've been meaning mm. to check it out because it sounds cool. Oh, is that the uh, sort of the true crime parody? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. What is it called? Trial and error. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but it's renewed. So I guess it's doing well because yeah. I remember he did a show 20 Good Years with Jeffrey Tambor. That's right. And it like did it like got canceled really fast. I think I vaguely remember that existing. I never <laughs> watched second, it. I thought you were going to be like. I think I wrote for that. I think I wrote for. <laughs> I think vaguely. I wrote that show. Oh, I wish. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever I mean, that even show if is. that show got canceled, I'm sure you'd make enough money to like put a good down payment on a house or something. Yeah. Um, but that's fascinating. I didn't realize that the other person was Jeffrey Tambor, and, and good thing it got canceled because now he's doing Transparent. Yeah, I guess so this that show was I guess after Arrested Development before Transparent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then John Lithgow was like, fine, I'll go do The Crown and Trial and Error yeah. and Broadway and movies and continue to be amazing. Uh, yeah, but Frasier, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry. Why his <laughs> character was spun off. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it may have just been they felt the character had the most depth to it that could carry a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also like, I feel like with most spinoff shows, like a character has to leave town. Yeah. So like, I don't know, you can't do a spinoff show on Norm because Norm ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Um, it did seem weird to me with the show Frasier that Frasier moved from Boston to Seattle. Yeah. He's got a kid still in Boston. Yeah. That <laughs> I don't know how often he saw his kid Freddie while he was in Seattle, maybe yeah. once a year. Yeah. And did he get divorced? In Cheers, like I want to say he got divorced like the last episode of Cheers or the first episode of Frasier, he announces that he's been divorced and moved to Seattle. Well, in the final season of Cheers, at one point, yeah, uh, 
Lilith has an affair oh. with another scientist, and they, Lilith yeah. and the scientist go off to live in a biosphere. Oh. Then she, like, comes back half a season later. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's still, like, the, towards the end of the final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, she comes back. The biosphere thing didn't yeah. work out. And the scientist, I think, was, like, crazy. <laughs> and she and Fraser reconcile. Uh-huh. And so at the end of the, so in the final episode of Cheers, yeah. they're they're a couple again. And then they just. And, and then they, for <laughs> Fraser, it's like, no, that didn't work out, which. Given the events of the past year, yeah. it makes sense that it wouldn't last. Yeah, but. yeah. But also I feel that writer's room was like, is it better to have this character single or married with a kid? Yeah. And then quickly it's like, well, well get them single. And then you have all these guest star ladies coming through. Yeah. They did mm-hmm. kind of have to. I, I really like the Lilith character. And they kind of had to. Yeah. I won't say ruin her, but they kind of had to. Make it so people didn't want her to be there. Yeah, they or? kind of had to start making her not not likable. Oh, that's to that's like a bummer. get yeah. Fraser's own show. I, yeah, I I, I think BB uh, Newworth had wanted to leave oh, for she, the last season anyway. Last season, oh, of Cheers. she didn't want to do Fraser. Well, she didn't. Want, well, no, she didn't want to do Cheers. Right, right. And then they just assumed. So that's how they yeah. kind of figured that figured oh. out how to. I think she wanted one didn't want to do. A lot of episodes. Or I think yeah. she was think probably doing a lot like, of Broadway. Yeah, she's like a Broadway actress. So yeah, yeah, I think she was probably tired of playing you know one character, character sitcomy. Yeah, but they had to break that couple apart. Yeah, and have Frasier be away from his son to create the spinoff. <laughs> uh, would... There's also some like continuity errors of Frasier and Cheers mm-hmm. that they, I think yeah. they managed to cover up on Frasier but yeah but kind of flimsily yeah I was reading that uh Frasier in Cheers says his dad passed away yeah. which is uh Frasier is like one of the most popular characters on that show is the dad uh and also what else oh and then the guy who played the dad in Frasier ha- was in an episode of Cheers yeah. as a different character yeah he was a uh, a commercial jingle writer. Yeah, yeah. Who Rebecca hired to write the Cheers jingle. Yeah, which is so funny to me because I feel like even shows today, it's like if you play like an under five role or like a small character in a TV show, then you're never allowed to be on that show again Yeah, because of continuity. But then like this happened 20 years ago and everyone's fine with it. Yeah. And I think, Humans can accept, like, actors can play different characters. Yeah. I think it used to happen. It used to happen a lot. Like, even, like, yeah. within the same show. Uh-huh. I remember I used to watch a lot of Night Court, which used to be on yeah, After yeah. Cheers. And I think, like, you'd see a lot of the same yeah. people coming into the court in front of Judge Harry Stone. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like, the next season they'd be on as a different character. And everyone's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, the... Maybe one of the biggest examples of that is on yeah on Mash. Uh huh. Um, there were two different colonels on Mash. Okay. Colonel Henry Blake, played by McLean Stevenson, and after three years, he left and was replaced by Colonel Potter, played by Harry Morgan. But in during one of the Colonel Blake years, Harry Morgan yeah. is on an episode as like this other colonel visiting the Mash, <laughs> who's like this. 
who's like insane. And basically his character is he's gone insane. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's just doing, <laughs> doing crazy things. And yeah. then like three years later, he's, uh, he's the Colonel of MASH as a different character. Wow. So <laughs> I wonder when, who made that call of like, you know what? Only actors can play like one character right. per show. Yeah. Uh, is that a union rule? I don't know. Yeah, is it like uh, an official rule, or is it more of like a or like, like a guideline that yeah. makes more sense? Yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't know how hard fast of a rule. Yeah, it is. I wonder if it's more of like a thing where now it's like you know it's a mm-hmm. it's a Netflix binge watching age of yeah. of things, so people will be more likely to notice. Oh yeah, but like, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like some producer, some network came up with the idea and then other people like followed suit or maybe who knows, maybe in the next few years you'll start seeing people play more characters because there are TV shows now that it's like every season, same cast playing completely different characters. Right. Which I think is so fun and cool. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. What else do you want to say about <laughs> Cheers? Yeah. Yeah. Lilith was actually a prominent character. Yeah. I didn't realize how prominent she was uh, to Frasier's character. I thought it was like, like just the little reading that I did was like she was there and then she left and then she comes back and then Frasier, the show starts and <laughs> yeah. she's not there anymore, but occasionally shows up with the son. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she was on Cheers for, for a long time. Mm hmm. Uh, but it was always kind of like on Cheers, it's like it made some sense why why Frazier was yeah. at the bar. Like uh-huh. he sort of initially was there because he was, I mean, after being Diane's fiance, then he's yeah. just like depressed and just like wanted to hang up out in a bar all the time <laughs> and then grew yeah. to form some genuine friendships. Yeah, yeah. Lilith was kind of only there because she was with Frazier. Oh, okay. She didn't have as much of a connection. Uh-huh. To the other characters. Got it, got it. So she always was there and she was like a cast regular for a few years, but mm-hmm. it wasn't as much to do. Money. I mean, storylines with her yeah. because. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, because. Yeah, it's a bar. So like, why would people show up all the time? They're not bar regulars or work there. Like, yeah. So it'd be hard to make that make sense. Yeah. Um, another thing I was reading is like. It was very rare when they would, like, film outside of the bar, right? Like, there was, like, one episode where you see Diane's house or her her Her, room. Her apartment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Were there other cases of that, or did it just get to a point where they're like, eh, we're just going to keep it in the bar? Um, No, it happened more frequently that they would go outside the bar. Oh, okay. I know that the first season was only in the bar. Got it, got it. And then they would kind of generally, they would go outside the bar if they would make, the it would serve the story basically uh-huh um but still most most yeah. things were inside the bar did they ever do like big trips like to disneyland or a baseball game because i feel like a lot of shows w- would do that would be like the family's going to disneyland and then you'd have like <laughs> two episodes shot at disneyland which uh, sounds like a nightmare <laughs> um as far as like like actually going on location yeah yeah um, they did uh it wasn't for like a full episode, but uh, 
uh, Kevin McHale, mm-hmm. basketball player for the Boston Celtics, was on a couple of episodes. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And in one of the episodes, I, 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 he was on the show like for a couple of different reasons. Oh, one, oh, one, he was helping Sam, helping Cheers in a basketball game against Gary's Old Town Tavern. Okay. And, <laughs> a rival bar. Yeah, the rival bar. <laughs> and then Kevin McHale was also in an episode where. I think it was Norm's birthday, and he presented Norm with an autographed Celtics jacket. Okay. But uh, while Kevin was there in that episode, uh, the the bar gang was talking about, they were wondering, like, how many uh, bolts are there in mm-hmm. the floor of Boston Garden, home of the Celtics? <laughs> and they asked Kevin, Mikhail, like, how many? Hey, you might know how many. Yeah. And he's like, he he doesn't know the answer, but he can't get the question out of his mind. So he's kind of like becoming one of them obsessed yeah, with yeah. his inane bar yeah, trivia. Yeah. And eventually, uh, the Norm, Norm, Cliff, Sam, and Woody, I think all go to Boston Garden. Mm-hmm. Like they sneak in after hours to count, yeah. Yeah. to count the bolts. <laughs> so they have to so actually fun. go to Boston Garden. Okay. But at least it's closed, so that's yeah. probably easy to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, it's they have to. They took an actual trip to Boston. Boston, yeah. yeah. Were they shooting in they LA? Shot, or they shot in LA. LA yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's always like a fun, but probably a headache for the cast and crew. Is like your show takes place in like New York or Boston. Oh, we want to do this exterior shot. Now we got to fly everybody out yeah. and get this shot or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I like that it takes place in Boston, and I would have loved more, like, exterior, like, on-location shots. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a um, couple other uh, things I can think of that are yeah, not quite full episode, but and also easier because these things are in Los Angeles, but uh-huh. uh, in the last, sometime in the last couple of years of the show, Cliff was, like, Became an aspiring comedian. Oh, okay. Or at least aspiring <laughs> joke writer. Yeah, yeah. I think he was, he was like writing jokes in like the, uh-huh. in the postal newsletter or something. And, <laughs> and everyone Perfect. hated his jokes. I think Lilith liked his jokes, but everyone else hated yeah. them. Okay. But Cliff was like, I'm going to send my jokes to Johnny Carson. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which I don't know how he got like the yeah. address or like how... Right, but right. he sent it. He sent like a joke <laughs> to Johnny Carson. Uh huh. If I remember, I think I can remember the joke. Um, uh, it's about the band leader Doc Severinsen. It was like today is a Doc Severinsen's birthday. Um, uh, he's so old when he had cake, he didn't blow out the when he he's so old when he when he was a kid, he didn't blow out the candles on his birthday cake. They didn't have fire yet. <laughs> Pretty so good. That's, <laughs> So he got, so Cliff sent this letter, this joke to Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. Uh, he was sent back a rejection letter. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, I think, like, Norm opened the letter, and I think didn't want Cliff to be sad about it, so he changed it to an acceptance letter. Oh, okay. And then Cliff thought, oh, my joke's going to be on Johnny Carson. Yeah. Uh, and I think they picked a Doc Severinsen's birthday so he would know exactly which day oh, okay. the joke would have to be told. Yeah, yeah. So they he flew out, him and Norm and, and Cliff's mom all flew out to Los Angeles to sit in the audience of the Johnny Carson show. <laughs> they flew out. 
out. Oh, no. <laughs> and then Norm bribed a cue card guy to put his joke in this yeah. in the monologue. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then Johnny Carson tells the joke and it bombs. And then... <laughs> and he's like, Johnny Carson's like, who wrote this joke? And Cliff's like, I did. And you told it wrong or whatever. And then he storms off. And then Cliff's mom is like, you should have told it like this. And like Johnny is like, is like, is entertained by Cliff's mom. And she becomes a guest on the show. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a great episode. Yeah. Spoiler. A lot of, <laughs> lot of twists and turns. Yeah. But a uh, great heightening and very funny. Yeah. And then you get to meet Cliff's mom. Yeah. Cliff's mom's in a few episodes. Yeah. Nice. Um, initially she, I think she was just talked about, it was kind of like the joke of like, Oh yeah. Cliff lives with his mom. And that was like yeah. the joke. And then we eventually meet her. Uh-huh. Um, it's a fun character. And there's one episode, I think in the final season where mm-hmm. Cliff is going to put his mom in a retirement home, but uh-huh. the way he talks about it, everyone thinks that he killed his mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And people are like, I, I could see Cliff killing someone. <laughs> He's always been kind of weird. <laughs> um, do you have like a favorite Cheers episode of all time? Um, I was trying to think about that because there's, you said 275 episodes. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> it's very hard to, to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, I don't know why, but like, a couple of couple of cliff episodes were the ones that I kind of maybe stood out the most. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> was trying to talk into the mic. <laughs> yeah. Some. What's your favorite episode? Uh. Um. But there's that uh, the Johnny Carson episode, and there's another one where uh, uh, Cliff is on Jeopardy. <laughs> Perfect. They had uh, uh, they made up something where Jeopardy was taping a. A special New England episode, <laughs> Perfect. making it so they didn't have to fly yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. To to Los Angeles for Cliff to be on Jeopardy, but still, when he's on Jeopardy, it looks like the set of Jeopardy. Yeah, it's the actual <laughs> set of Jeopardy. Yeah, and he goes on there, and and when he gets there, the the they reveal the categories for that round, and the categories are all like postals, the postal service, yeah. uh, bar trivia. Um, <laughs> That's celibacy, so um, <laughs> beer. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Uh, so he does he win? He he's got like a ridiculous amount of money <laughs> after double Jeopardy, <laughs> and the final Jeopardy. Now the category is famous names, and it's just like three names. It's like the real names of of celebrities. Mm-hmm. And I forget what the names are, but it's supposed to you're supposed to say like. Who like the real who's the celebrity name of based on their real names? Right. But his Cliff's question because he doesn't know the actual one. He says, "Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen?" <laughs> and he's gets it wrong, but he argues, "No, that's correct." They yeah, never, yeah, yeah. Lucille yeah. Ball was not in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then does he bet everything? He had bet everything on it. Uh, yeah. He got very cocky. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I mean, and that that seems like the the way the Cheers way to do it is like they get up, but at the end of the day, they're kind of reset back to normal. Yeah, or, yeah. Was uh, Cliff your favorite character? Um, I don't know. They're, they're all so good. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, uh, 
definitely an ensemble yeah. show. I mean, Cliff might be just because he does have mm-hmm. those two episodes I just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't say they're my favorite characters, but I always really enjoy how Cheers uses like the the bar extras in their yeah. episodes too. Yeah. That's always like I always when I watch, I always mm-hmm. like to see, oh, when does this person get to say a line this time? Yeah. It's always I yeah. think that's fun. Uh on the Home is a Sailor episode, that's the plot line where uh Sam's trying to get his job back, but he's been replaced by this like like no personality uh bartender who knows like every drink so they yeah. make a, de- a bet of like okay if, if a patron comes in and orders a drink tonight that you can't make um then you have to leave um but if you don't then you get sam's boat <laughs> it's like the bet right which and, it's which it sunk yeah which it sunk <laughs> um and then like without skipping a beat norm walks in and gets a screaming viking <laughs> but then the whole bar like then starts coming up to the bar asking for a screaming <laughs> viking and yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was really fun. And then Woody uh, Harrelson's character is like, I know how to make that. And like, so he just starts making this drink and giving it to everyone. And the bartender storms out and they're all like drinking it. But it's like not good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So like they like take a drink and they're like waiting to spit it out. But Christy Alley's character is like still in the room looking at them. So they're just like, mmm, screaming Viking. (laughs) (laughs) And then as soon as she leaves, like it's like spit take across the bar yeah yeah it seems like it'd be fun to be an extra on that show yeah and there's also like a couple a couple of the i mean extra might be the wrong word because they do have lines they're but like featured the, the the bar recurring bar flies yeah but uh a, a bar fly it kind of became a semi-regular near the end character paul crapence <laughs> played name. by paul wilson uh-huh. um it was very fun to see how they like sort of elevated this barfly. Yeah. And basically his character was because of the the joke of his character was that he never got included with any of the regular gang's <laughs> uh, activities. So they kind yeah. of were heightening the bar extra game <laughs> of, you know, these characters are yeah. always there and hanging out, but it's but, always yeah. you know, Norm Cliff, us. Woody, <laughs> Sam doing stuff together. Yeah. That's so funny. Um yeah, because, like, Norm's classic thing is, like, every time he walks in, everyone's like, Norm! Yeah. And then for the all the other bar patrons, they don't get as much love. No. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, talking to Clark Kinez about how we were going to be talking about Cheers, and he mentioned a fact about how, like, Norm is always kind of running a tab, and, like, he's like, well, then pay it off. And someone did the math for, like, how big is tab was how many beers he'd be drinking every time he came in it was yeah. like on average five beers <laughs> which is like so much yeah um but i mean that played into his character being like employed then not employed employed yeah. not employed and hiding away from his wife yes yeah uh yeah the yeah the bar tab would be a lot um another thing i sort of always wonder about cheers is what are like the the working hours of the staff? Yeah, yeah. Because it seems like I don't know what exactly the what time it opens. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if it's like noon, mm-hmm. but it seems like the staff comes in yeah. and is basically there for the whole duration. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they also like the few that I saw like 
come in at different times and are not like, sorry, I'm late. So I don't know if like a new person comes on the hour, but like the way it yeah. play, played out, it's like they're not showing up on time. <laughs> and they also seem to be able to leave whenever they need to. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have a I have a date right now. <laughs> I know I'm working, but I'm going out on this date yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> and it's also it's weird. Like, so Diane is hired as a as a second waitress mm-hmm. at the end of the pilot. Yeah, Rhea Perlman's uh, character is already a waitress. So they would have been yeah. surviving with one waitress just yeah. fine. I don't know if yeah. the pilot, did they mention another waitress got fired? I don't think they do. No, I think he's, he just says, hey, I need, I think in a way too, it seems like he kind of gives her the job because he feels bad for her. So yeah. He's like, you're, you're, you have nothing now. You just lost, yeah. like your fiance just walked out on you. You can't go back to your job because you got involved with a university affair. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then like the, the bar seems to be doing like well financially, but not necessarily enough to hire a, an unnecessary yeah. employee. Yeah. And I would say the bar's never like packed. Like, I don't know, like how much money they make a, a shift. Like it seems consistent, but yeah. to need like two cocktail waitresses on. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But then later when, when the cursed alley years, at first, a corporation owns the bar, and then right, right, yeah. Sam winds up buying it back for eighty-five cents. Oh, good for him! <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so he owns the bar, but Rebecca stays on em- employed mm-hmm. as like the bar manager. Okay, but uh, there's sort of the running joke during those years. Is Kyle would always point out. What is she? What's her job even? <laughs> Why is she still here? Why is she? What does she do? Yeah, because yeah, before her, like he was running the bar fine without a manager. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Their power dynamic is interesting too, because it it seems like she never got to really be above him. Like as soon as like like he came back and was like, I want the bar. And in that one episode, like he listens on the phone that the corporation really likes him and they're like, get him, get him his job back or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that ever like switches or whatever. But. Um, it does. So like Sam was able to buy back the bar. Mm-hmm. And then later it's revealed that the pool room is actually owned by, uh, by the owner of Melville's restaurant upstairs. Okay. By some sort of quirk in the property deed, the pool room yeah. is property of Melville's. And so uh Sam and Rebecca first uh-huh. they're trying to outbid each other. They each want to buy oh. the pool room. And eventually they, they say, oh, we could team up and both yeah. own the pool room. And so yeah. they do that. So that kind of mm-hmm. evens them out a little bit more power wise yeah. when they yeah. Both own at least part of the bar. Yeah. That's cool. Do and they then, ever, uh, do they have weird will they, won't they moments? Or? For that, uh, it was never like, oh, these two are secretly in love and don't realize it. It was more right. Sam wants to have sex with Rebecca and keeps <laughs> hitting on her. Yeah. And that it's the 80s and 90s. Right at the top. Yeah. And, and so it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this harassment is perfectly fine. He's, very sexist towards her. Yeah, that yeah. one episode I watched, the it ends on a joke of him telling her to smile, <laughs> which I was like, oh my god, this is ha- this is a thing. 
Um, yeah. 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 But he's always like kind of sexualizing her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's sexualizing boys everyone. will be boys. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, but it's Sam, never like they never give it a go. Or well, I mean, they not as like a couple. They, but they do. They they sleep together mm-hmm. at one point, mm-hmm. and then later, I think it's the second to last season. Yeah, and uh, Sam decides that he's missing out on fatherhood and wants to have a kid, and yeah. asks Rebecca if she'll have a kid with him. Uh huh. And so basically, the arc of that season is them trying to get pregnant. Wow, that's but it was always. Made perfectly clear that they're they're they yeah, yeah they're yeah. not a couple. They do not love each other. <laughs> we just want a kid to be born in this loveless uh, relationship. Yeah, uh, perfect. Uh, yeah, because the last episode that I watched uh, the the finale. Uh, yeah, she's she's married. Like she's off to go on a honeymoon or something. Yeah, um, and she makes a Donald Trump joke. Do you remember that? Um, I think. Trump has been was mentioned a couple times in the course of Cheers, I remember. But I remember um, this particular joke. Yeah. Oh, well, she's just like, as she's walking out, she's like, yeah, we're going after our honeymoon. Oh, by the way, like, my husband, he got a job at that at the sewer. Like, hooray. I, I shot for Donald Trump and ended up with Ed Norton, which <laughs> is a honeymooners reference. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but- I think she... I think she lucked out. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy, or I, I, or she. Well, just I think like, she dodged a bullet by not getting Donald Trump. Oh right! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should go back and re-edit that or something. Um, um, but then yeah. on on Frasier, I actually never was a huge show fan of the show Frasier. Like I watched mm-hmm. it like semi regularly, but yeah. Um, you think for, I know on some yeah. of the Frasier episodes where they sort of reference what's happening at Cheers now. Mm-hmm. I think Sam visits and mentions that Rebecca got divorced like a year later. Oh, yeah. So yeah. forget about that happy <laughs> ending. It didn't, didn't work out. No one, no, <laughs> no character ever gets a happy ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was also reading that she was like the only regular that didn't guest on Frasier. And the rumor is because she's a Scientologist and she didn't want to be on a show that like was about but, psychiatry. I don't um, know. If that, that's what I heard, but um, but she maybe. never did. All the everybody else like made appearances. Yeah, Frasier. Um, there, I know there was even one episode where Frasier goes back to Boston and accidentally mm-hmm. attends Cliff's retirement party. Oh, okay. And it's got it's basically he's a retirement party at like this like hotel mm-hmm. recreation room or something, but it yeah, it's kind of like. Recreates Cheers in a way. There's no Sam, but oh, okay. Carla's there and Norm. Yeah. And even some of the minor characters like <laughs> Paul. Paul. I was going to say, is Paul there? Paul there. Uh, Phil That's is fun. there, who is like an older barfly who's played yeah. by Rhea Perlman's real father. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's he's right. there. Yeah. Um, even there's recurring. Cliff had a recurring uh, mailman rival. Uh-huh. And that character was there. Who's <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So they got a lot of people except for Sam and Rebecca. No Sam, no Rebecca, no Diane. No Diane. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was reading like Rhea Perlman, like her dad was on the show. Her sister like wrote episodes. Um, It was like pretty involved like with the show. Yeah. Yeah. I liked her character. I thought her character was like 
really fun working class like woman. Yeah. With uh, a pregnancy problem. <laughs> I mean, her character is just. Yeah. Goes through like the worst experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how she gets by. I don't know how she affords to buy that house that she eventually buys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, uh, yeah, she has eight kids and like multiple baby daddies. And yeah, I think it's seven pregnancies, eight kids. Yeah. I think her in the pilot, like she has four kids and her husband just left her. Because he, like, got a new job and, like, was like, I'm better than you now. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And then I was reading. So that was written about her. And then throughout the show, she went on to have, like, four kids in real life. So then they're like, well, we're going to make this a bit. Like, she's (laughs) this pregnant cocktail waitress. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But talk about a tough life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, And then, like. She marries a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. And the hockey player dies in a Zamboni accident. Which I heard that was decided as like a like off air thing just because like the actor playing the hockey player like pissed off Rhea Perlman and like was written off. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. I think <laughs> like in an interview, yeah. he like joked about how awful a job he has because he has to kiss Rhea Perlman. It was yeah. like, a, like a really mean, shitty thing to say. Yeah. So like, no, he, and then he we don't never, want you on our he show. He never came back. Yeah. So, yay. <laughs> There's even an episode after his character died and Carla, they have Carla's character. Yeah, Carla's like having trouble dealing with it. And she's like seeing like visions of, of Eddie yeah. around her. Uh-huh. Um, but to like sort of convey that to the TV audience... Yeah. They just had generic people dressed up as like <laughs> hockey goalies, like wearing the Boston Bruins outfit. That's pretty fun. So you don't see him, but yeah. you just see a hockey goalie. <laughs> He's like, ah, it's Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> we don't want to bring this guy back. Yep. No, no. <laughs> awesome. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about Cheers? Um, do, you, do you encourage all listeners to sit down, go to Netflix, and watch all 275 episodes? I, I do. <laughs> I mean, what you don't have to do it all at once. Right, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> slow, slow burn. <laughs> Take it's a lot of episodes, but it's all it's all great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Matt. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. All right. Bye. Right, bye. And that's our episode. Thank you, Matt, so much for coming on and talking about Cheers. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that interesting? What a show. And you can check it out on Netflix and you'll definitely be like, wow, there's a lot of problematic jokes, but also some fun, warm, working class characters and some great sitcom writing. Mm -hmm. I also forgot to ask Matt on the air if he had been to the Cheers pub that is in Boston. That's right. It's there. It's based off a real pub called Bull and Finch. But because of the popularity of Cheers, they ended up changing it to Cheers. I've been there twice. It's great. It's fun. They got some good clam chatter. They got some beers. And yeah, it does. It's you walk in and you're like, wow, it's Cheers. Bar area is Cheers. And then they have a bunch of other areas 
to get get as many people in there to dine and yeah doesn't feel as much just like cheers but if you're able to snag a spot at that bar ooh, what a fun time today's episode has been brought to you by amazon hbo deal go to boardwalkaudio.com slash amazon hbo for a free seven-day trial of hbo and also boardwalkaudio.com slash vegas that's right brought to you by vegas.com to get boardwalk audio listeners even better deals for vegas Woo! Thanks again for listening. You can follow Matt on Twitter at MansurMatt. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. Please rate and review us on iTunes. And have a great day. Bye. You want to go where everybody knows your name. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.